BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll free, our number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. If you would have asked me over the weekend when I thought the odds are that this this very leftist, you know, insane prosecutor or DA in New York, uh, the odds that he's going to indict Donald Trump, I would have said probably 99%. It seemed like a fait accompli. Something's changed. And most notably is the fact that, you know, when you look at the law, when you look at the statute of limitations, when you look at it, when in its in total and you look at this guy's record, I have it in front of me. It, it, it'll put chills down your spine. You know, the the way he handles real violent criminals and people guilty of serious crimes. And what he's doing and how he's twisting the law to benefit himself uh, every day that smart people, even on fake news, CNN, even MSDNC are saying this. This is about as weak a case as you could ever have. Um, Look, it is. uh, Well, I, I think the most devastating moment, though, came yesterday. And that is when Bob Costello, former legal advisor to Cohen before they had a falling out, acted on acted for President Trump's sometimes lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, former supervisor with the Southern District of New York. He has a lot of bona fides here. He said that he's citing evidence contained in his 2020 book, The Fixers, The Bottom Feeders, Crooked Lawyers, Gossip Mongers, and Porn Stars Who Created the 45th President, and that Cohn keeps changing his story about Stormy Daniels and the payments and cannot be trusted. And Costello knows because he's on the record, he's an on-the-record source for the book, and Cohn granted him a waiver 
of attorney-client privilege to reveal what he had told him about his troubles when the feds first came knocking, and it's nothing like what he's saying now. Now, think about this. Now, remember, in a grand jury, the rules of evidence are very, very different. You only hear from one side. You only you, you can use hearsay evidence. You can use double hearsay evidence in in a before a grand jury. But you're only hearing from the prosecutor the rules that would be followed in terms of evidence and evidentiary hearings, etc. They don't apply. So that's why, you know, that's where the phrase you can indict a ham sandwich comes from. But Costello went in there. Now, remember, the, the, the star witness is supposedly in this, you know, seven-year-old case, which, by the way, we'll get to. Jonathan Turley thinks the statute of limitations have long since gone. Uh, Costello, when prosecutors were told about the book Friday, they knew nothing about it, said a source. But Costello went in there and said that, no, that, that, not, that uh, Michael Cohn had a very different story, held a long press conference, a very different story that basically he was the one that decided that he was going to do this on behalf of Donald Trump and that he didn't even tell Donald Trump, in fact, that he was doing it at the time. So his ex-legal advisor torching him before the grand jury, which is which also raises questions. Why did they bring him in knowing that he would contradict the star witness, which is Michael Cohn? And then you've got to look at Michael Cohn's record. And Michael Cohn's record is not particularly, um, let us say, stellar. You know, I can go back to the Southern District of New York when they announced that Michael Cohn pled guilty in Manhattan federal court to eight counts, including criminal tax evasion, campaign finance violations. Uh, but the list starts with tax evasion, making false statements to a federally insured bank, campaign finance violations. And they talk about the plea being uh, followed, uh, the following of an eight count criminal information which alleged that Cohn concealed more than four million dollars in personal income from the IRS, made false statements to a federally insured financial institution in connection with a five hundred thousand dollar home equity loan, and in twenty sixteen caused two hundred and eighty thousand dollars in payments to be made to silence two women who otherwise planned to speak publicly about their alleged affairs with a presidential candidate, thereby intending to influence the twenty sixteen presidential election Cohn pled guilty uh before the u.s judge at the time and I, I forget how long he was sentenced to prison but that was their announcement at the time now here's what gets interesting i think it gets very interesting is costello speaking to reporters after two hours of testimony that they didn't keep him in there very long usually they keep people in there a long time before a grand jury hoping over time they can get the information that they're looking for or something close to it and what he said is, if they want to go after Donald Trump and have solid evidence, so be it, he said. But Michael Cohn is far from solid evidence. He said he is totally unreliable. This is what he said at the press conference speaking to reporters. And uh, Cohn, one of Trump's lawyers at the time of the payment, you know, so many things he said, quote, are untrue. So the lead witness is going to be who, by the way, admits is an admitted convicted liar. The lead witness is going to be contradicted right there in a court of law. Now, the worst place for any conservative to be tried, well, one of the top worst places, New York, D.C., I would argue. Um, those are two of the worst. I would argue probably Fulton County, Georgia would be number three right up there. But anyway, so Costello represented 
Trump allies Rudy Giuliani and Steve Bannon told reporters after his testimony that he met with Cohn in April of 2018 when Cohn was being investigated for a number of potential crimes and one of them relating to hush money payments to Daniels that is now focused on Trump. And Daniels claimed that he, she had an affair with Trump. Trump has denied that. Cohn paid her $130,000 to keep quiet in the closing days of the 2016 presidential election. Cohn, in 2018, pled guilty to federal campaign violations and all the things that I just mentioned to you. And he made, he says now that he made it the request of Donald Trump. Costello says, and he spoke before the grand jury yesterday, told reporters that when he spoke to Cohn in 2018, that Cohn said he did not make, that he'd made the payment on his own, his idea, not Donald Trump's. He said Michael Cohn, quote, did this on his own. I remember at the time I was told by a, a very credible source the exact same thing. And I said, why would you do that? He said, because I wanted to keep this secret, even secret from my own wife. Costello said, noting that Cohen had taken out the loan to make the payment. And he said, Cohen told him, I didn't want Melania Trump to know. I didn't want my wife to know. So intention also has a big part to play in this as well. And that is, did he intend to you know, use this as a campaign contribution or perhaps prevent uh, Melania Trump from hearing about it, reading about it and 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 having to deal with that. Um, what's also interesting is with all the coverage of this impending indictment of Donald Trump, the mob, the media, they are so conveniently omitting a very key detail which could completely undermine any Trump indictment. Jonathan Turley wrote a great column. In other words, I mean that even if everything prosecutors alleged is true, they have they still have a problem because these complaints first surfaced seven years ago in 2016. And by the way, remember, the federal government passed on these charges, campaign finance charges. FEC passed on these charges. The prior prosecutor passed on these charges. Then you get a new prosecutor, Alvin Bragg. And you got these guys working pro bono. One of them writes a book, uh, calls it, you know, what did he call it? The tomb case, you know, because they kept bringing it back to life. And then they kept realizing there's no law under which we can we can get a conviction of. So they put it back in. I'm sorry, the zombie case and put it back in mothballs anyway. And in, in, but what he Jonathan Turley said on Fox News Sunday, I think Bragg is out of time. And what he's referring to is the statute of limitations is about two years on this offense. That is already run. You can extend it to five years if you connect it as a felony to another crime. But even at five years, I'm not sure the time has not run out. Well, you do the math, time's run out. And so there's going to be some very intense challenges here, and I, I, I think he's right on, on all fronts regarding this. Um. I have a quote, and I'm sure others will begin to surface. We've been doing a deep dive the last couple of days. I have a lot of information that I want to pass on to you. Uh, let's go to the New York Times. Liberals like the New York Times, right, Linda? They love the New York Times. They it's their it. favorite. It's their it's absolute favorite. favorite. And they even they even get pulled surprises when they get things wrong that we actually ended up getting right. But anyway, from the New York Times, February 13, 2018, uh, I am, and by the way, this is a quote of Michael Cohn. I am Mr. Trump's longtime special counsel. I have uh, proudly served in that role for more than a decade. 
in a private transaction in 2016, I used my own personal funds to facilitate a payment of $130,000 to Miss Stephanie Clifford, Stormy Daniels. Uh, neither the, the Trump organization nor the Trump campaign was a party to this transaction with Miss Clifford, and neither reimbursed me for payment, either directly or indirectly, and the payment was lawful. It was not a campaign contribution or a campaign expenditure by anybody. Now, this is their lead. This this is their top, top witness in this case. This is it. And Robert Costello, you know, even told and you know that Michael Cohn is a liar and unreliable while saying in New York County District Court, Alvin Bragg does not want to get the, the truth. Uh, in his prosecution of, of former President Trump, Costello appeared before the grand jury testifying that, quote, Michael Cohn is a, quote, serial liar. And, you know, they called the case the, the weakest, to say the least, adding that his two-hour sit-down in lower Manhattan gave him the feeling that the district attorney was uninterested in the truth. I called them up after I saw Michael Cohn on TV stating things that he said he was going to tell the grand jury that were contrary to what he told us when we first represented him in April of 2018. So I'm sitting at home watching these lies, and I said, I've got to do something about it. I don't represent Donald Trump, but I do stand for justice, and I think I have a legal obligation to inform both sides. When the U.S. Attorney's Office phoned Costello to talk about his time representing Cohn, well, he asked if, if they had documentation of Cohn waiving his uh, you know, attorney-client privilege. And anyway, Costello then testifies that he's a serial liar. Okay, how's that working out? Um, we have a lot more to get to. I, I've got so much to say here. Most people don't know what a non-disclosure agreement is. You know, if if it's a conservative, it's hush money. It's to, you know, silence somebody. It's got a very sinister connotation. But it's called, in reality, in legal terms, a non-disclosure agreement. You know what I'd love to know? How many people in that district attorney's office, how many times over the years have they signed non-disclosure agreements? How many times? Because I guarantee you, I could bet, I'd bet everything I had they, they've signed them, as many companies have. You ever hear of a nuisance lawsuit? Let me explain a nuisance lawsuit. All right, you're a big corporation. Somebody makes an allegation. They're threatening to sue you if, if you don't compensate them, let's say, $250,000. Okay, the company sits down, talks to the accountants, talks to the you know, corporate attorneys, and they say, all right, how much is it going to be to defend ourselves? How, what will be the negative fallout publicity-wise for this if it gets out? And they do a benefit-cost analysis on this, and then they decide... We'll offer the person a hundred grand, make it go away, and we'll move on with our business because this, you know, quote is the cost of doing business. That's called a nuisance lawsuit, even if they really believe, and even if they are completely innocent. Happens every day, every single solitary day. Eight hundred nine four one Sean. If you want to be a part of the program, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, by the way, free tickets, Hannity, uh, the TV show, Wednesday and Thursday this week, studio audience show. We'd love to have you uh, join us. Just go to Hannity.com. Tickets are free. Hey, you know, a lot of the big carriers, they say, we're going to give you a free phone. Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile. Want a free phone? Well, you got to be careful. Read the fine print because it's a, it's a trick to lock you into a long-term contract 
that is going to cost you a fortune every month. Now, my cell phone company, Pure Talk, if you want to get a new uh, iPhone 12, for example, well, you can get one for just 12 bucks, 0% interest, no contract at all to sign. And guess what? Pure Talk uses the same exact cell towers, the same 5G network as the big carriers do. And you pay about half the average family saving close to $1,000 a year for the exact same service. It's simple to make the switch. Dial pound 250. Say the keyword save now. Pound 250 keyword save now. It is a veteran-owned company. They got the best customer service. You'll get blazing fast data, unlimited talk and text, 30 bucks a month, no contract to sign, 100% money back guarantee. You know what? That's money in your pocket for the exact same service. Pound 250 keyword save now. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. See site for details. You know, we've spent a lot of time on this program, and, and this is being investigated by the House Judiciary Committee, and strong words yesterday from Jim Jordan, um, and that is whether or not our FBI has been politicized, and they're going to have dozens of FBI whistleblowers, and then the issue of whether the DOJ has been weaponized. Then we have the issues of, okay, um, you know, between the Daily Mail, the Washington Examiner, you know, all this money, when you have George Soros groups if you will ron desantis you know pointed out that he received a, a political money from a political group backed by soros liberal donor championing all these progressive prosecutors you know no bail defund dismantle all of that uh great piece about that in the in the daily mail as well and you know i, I went back i did a deep dive took a look into the the background and record of this this guy alvin bragg let me just give you the long and short of it. Since he took office, he's downgraded 52% of all felony cases brought before him to misdemeanors. Uh, when his office does end up bringing felony charges, they only secure convictions in 51% of cases. He gave plea deals to two criminals involved in the fatal stabbing of a U.S. Army vet, father of three. One of the attackers received a slap on the wrist, <coughs> prison sentence, this is murder of seven years after taking the deal with Bragg's office that included pleading guilty to a lesser gang assault charge. Another attacker also took a deal with Bragg's office, pled guilty to assault and only received time served for the years that she spent in jail while the case went through the courts. No additional jail time. Headline Daily Mail. George Soros's man in Manhattan DA's office, billionaire Dem donor, funded Alvin Bragg's campaign to the tune of a million bucks while he promised to put Trump behind bars. Oh, just like the AG in New York. We'll continue. Exposing government waste and abuse of your liberties every day. Sean Hannity is on right now. 25 to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program, our legal panel at the top of the hour, you don't want to miss that. Look, I'd love to share incredible deals when I find them. And my good friends over at Henry Repeating Arms, they have the best value in a rifle that I've seen with their uh, H001 Classic Lever Action 22. It's a great firearm. Look, it shoots smooth, looks amazing. It's affordable just three to 400 bucks for a rifle that's made in America, like every Henry. 
uh, or not made at all and guaranteed with a lifetime guarantee. More than a million have sold. That's how versatile this this rifle is. You're going to love it. And you can use it for small game hunting, pest control. You know, if you like to plink away at targets and cans, if you have a backyard where you can do that. Anyway, the Henry um, H001, uh, you know, comes with an adjustable rear sight, a grooved receiver ready for your scope. It holds 15 rounds of 22 long, 21 rounds of 22 short, and features a great-looking American walnut stock. It's beautiful. Just check out check it out. If you go to henryusa.com h slash h001, uh, you make sure you get your free catalog, free decals, and a list of dealers where you are. Look, they they have over 200 models. You can't go wrong with any of them. I love this this firearm company. I love this. I love the owner. I love the people. I love the customer service. The craftsmanship is second to none. Anyway, just go to their website. That's henryusa.com slash h001. And you could take a look at this, you know, classic lever action 22 rifle. You're going to love this company. I love this company. All right, let me let me get into something here that I think needs to be addressed. And and that is we've talked a lot about how we have a dual justice system. We've talked a lot about how I believe we are at a point in time in this country where we don't have equal justice under the law. We don't have equal application of our laws. Now, we've gone over all these examples in, in great specificity, in great detail. You have one set of rules for the Clintons, for example, one set of rules for the Bidens, and a whole different set for Donald Trump. You know, for, look, liberals have always, they, for some reason, many on the left think that conservatives are just evil. There's a reason every election cycle that they go to the same old playbook. Republicans are racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, now transphobic. They, they, their plan is for dirty air and dirty water, Obama once said. Really? Because I don't know a single conservative that wants dirty air or dirty water. And by the way, when is Joe going to Palestine, Ohio? Interesting, right? Um, and of course, they want grandma and grandpa to be thrown off a cliff by a, a Donald Trump lookalike or a Paul Ryan lookalike or any Republican lookalike. So there's a hatred here, but there's also for three long years, the mob in the media, and they are a mob. I call them a mob because they have a mob mindset, a mob mentality. And whatever one reports, that echo chamber just, you know, resonates out and gets repeated again and again. And it's amazing how many times we have been able to point out that whatever they're saying in the in a Democratic Party president's white house with what the media says it's like they're in complete sync with each other they even use the same phrases they use it often all the time but they're but but trump brings us to another level they just hate him but i it doesn't matter who the conservative is they hated george w bush hated him they hated dick cheney hated him you know put scooter libby you know in want to put scooter libby in jail which is ridiculous. That's just, I, you know, I'm like Liz Cheney. Have you forgotten how badly, how much they hated your father? You know how this this is the left. They demonize, smear, slander, besmirch, and it happens all the time. You know when you can look. Forget about Mitt Romney's now 
it's almost like he's got invasion of the body snatchers or the Stockholm syndrome or something. Because that was the guy we see today is nothing like the guy that ran for president. He was a different person. But they even went after him with, you know, vile, vicious, never ending attacks. The, the media mob that loved Maverick John McCain hated John McCain, the presidential candidate. Once he lost, they liked him again, especially if he was going after a Republican. And then they loved John McCain again. But if you are a threat to their power, which is what what the bottom line is every single time they want to destroy you. And Donald Trump represents that threat. And for three years, they lied about the Russia hoax. I think some of the best work we ever did on radio and TV was every night unpeeling with this great ensemble cast that I had. Sarah Carter and John Solomon and Greg Jarrett. And I'm, I'm gonna, not going to mention everyone's name, so forgive me. I'll stop there. And we were able to unpeel the layer of the onion. And then the Horowitz report comes out, the inspector general's report, vindicating us on every point. And we've had other, so many more moments of vindication. Nobody seemed to care. And Hillary Clinton, you know, top secret classified documents on a server, you know, deleting 33,000 emails with bleach bin, destroying devices with hammers. And Jim Comey out there, no, no prosecutor would ever prosecute. And then, you know, sending agents across the pond to Great Britain to meet with Christopher Steele, offer him a million dollars. If, in fact, he could corroborate his dossier, he could never collect because he couldn't corroborate a thing. He comes back, okay, they can't corroborate it, but it still became the bulk of information to get the FISA application to ruin Carter Page's life and backdoor into all things Trump world because he had worked on the Trump campaign. And that's a presidential candidate and then later a president. And they used with as Andrew McCabe, deputy FBI director, is the guy that said, yeah, without the dossier, you know, we would never have acquired the FISA warrant. Nothing happened. They've had Hunter Biden's laptop for since December of 2019. And not only have they not used it for the obvious low hanging fruit issues, you know, like prostitution and drug use and things like that. You know, I have to give half my money to pops. And I'm sick of paying for Pops' repairs. And uh, we got to put aside 10% for the big guy and all, all of this, this stuff. Nothing happens. But with Donald Trump, you know, think of Joe Biden on tape. So I go to Ukraine and I offer them a billion dollars. I said, oh, you fire that prosecutor. I'm, I'm leaving with this billion dollars. You're not going to get it. I'm going to take it with me. Now, they need a billion dollars badly in Ukraine at the time. And so so he says, but I'm you're not getting it. I'm leaving in six hours. Fire the prosecutor or you don't get it. Who's the prosecutor He's investigating his son, Hunter, who goes on GMA and admits no experience in, in Ukraine, no experience in energy, no experience in oil, gas uh, or coal. But he's getting paid massive amounts of money. Well, why do you think they were paying you, Hunter? I don't know. Maybe because your dad's in charge of Ukraine policy and money, you know, but yet, yet they were, the media mob, the Democrat, they were all upset about a quid pro quo. You know, I was watching, you know, Trump had said protest, protest, protest. He didn't say to go out and violently protest. You know, they only investigated one one riot. That was what happened on January 6th. And for the record, we condemned it in real time as it was happening. And I condemned it that night on TV. 
I said, I remember what I said. I, I literally looked in the camera because I, I wrote my monologue. I said, let me stop here. If you're a conservative and you support Donald Trump, you cannot, and we don't support this. What was going on? That's what I said. You know, anyway, you know, but Kamala Harris can go on TV and say, you better beware. They're not going to stop talking about the protests in the summer of 2020. They're not going to stop before Election Day in November. They're not going to stop after Election Day. They're not going to let up. They shouldn't let up. And we're not going to stop either. Over at Fake News CNN, you know, where does it say the protesters are supposed to be polite and peaceful? WBUR, uh, they quote, understand protests of acts of rebellion instead of riots. Mark Lamont Hill, frequent guest on, on Fake News CNN, frequent guest on MS. Um, you know, you have... Uh, you know, who was AOC saying December 2nd, 2020, saying the whole point of protesting is to make people uncomfortable. What, Donald Trump can't believe this as, as she believes? What if Donald Trump said, beware, you're not, they're not going to stop, they shouldn't stop, we're not going to stop? What if Donald Trump said all that? What if, what if I, somebody on Fox News said, you know, where does it say protesters are, are supposed to be polite and peaceful? What if what if any Republican congressman said, like AOC, the whole point of protesting is to make people uncomfortable? Activists take that discomfort with the status quo and advocate for concrete policy changes. Popular support often starts small and grows. To folks who complain, protest demands make the others uncomfortable. That's the whole point. Mother Jones, riots aren't irrational. GQ, why violent protests work? Slate, uh, proportionate response when destroying a police precinct is a reasonable action. Nancy Pelosi was asked by a journalist about the mob tearing down a statute in Baltimore. Says, well, people are going to do what they're going to do. Remember the, the Seattle chop, you know, summer of love, spaghetti, potluck, dinner zone, chaz zone. Uh, she said, oh, Seattle's fine. Uh, don't be so afraid of democracy. They took over street Horace Lorenzo Anderson Jr. died I interviewed his father you know Craig Melvin NBC News this will guide our reporting in Minneapolis you know while the situation on the ground is fluid there uh, has been violence it is most accurate at this time to describe what is happening there as protests not riots but there's been violence Don Lemon, fake news, CNN. Our country was started because of the Boston Tea Party rioting. So don't get it twisted and think that this is something that has never happened before. And this is so terrible that these savages uh, and these savages and all that. This is how this great country was started. He's their big morning TV star, except nobody watches. CNN, fiery but mostly peaceful protests. MSDNC. I mean, you can't even make that. America was born out of protests. Kamala Harris's tweet, you know, please chip in now to help the blankety blank fund to help post bail for those protesting on the ground in Minnesota. And they're upset about Donald Trump. See what hypocrites they all are. It's unbelievable. You have a very weak case. You have very weak, you know, and compromised witnesses, in my view. And. When you have as your lead witness somebody that is an admitted liar, how is that going to work out in court? Now, I agree with Alan Dershowitz's take 
And that is that this Trump indictment would be targeted injustice. This has never happened before. Forget about the statute of limitations that expired two years ago or that the predis- that every other predecessor of Alvin Bragg, again, according to the Daily Mail and, and the examiner, Soros funded and backed, you know, it's they, they all declined to be a part of this because, you know, why did they call it the zombie case? They brought it back to life. Oh, we got to get them on something. You know, uh, Greg Jarrett wrote a really good column. He's going to be on a little later. You know, show me the man. I'll I'll show you the crime. And that's exactly what happened here. And in this case, by taking alleged misdemeanor business records violation, trying to supercharge it into a felony by citing an imagined second crime arising out of a supposed campaign finance violation, the novelty of such a charge is exceeded only by its absurdity. The indictment appears to hinge on the DA's argument that this payment to Stormy Daniels was intended to help Trump's presidential bid and should have been accounted for as a campaign contribution, not legal fees, when it got reimbursed to Michael Cohn, who paid Daniels uh, regarding this. The flaw in Bragg's tortured logic, he says, is twofold. First, non-disclosure agreements in exchange for money are perfectly legal. Second, Cohn long ago stated that the payment had nothing to do with the campaign, but was made to protect Melania Trump from an embarrassing, albeit false, accusation. And as such, it is not an illegal campaign donation under the law. Hence, there is no crime here. Jonathan Turley, I just mentioned before, on the statute of limitations in this case. You know, the the contradiction of their, their star witness by Bob Costello, well... The grand jury heard from them yesterday. I am just, I am telling you this, if there was any justice in America. Now, Democrats are fearing this could backfire. Elon Musk even suggested it'll help Trump win by a landslide. You know, um, now they're going to meet again, the grand jury tomorrow. It is not expected this week, any indictment, but you don't know. Who knows with these people? They're just so power hungry. It's unbelievable. You look at, Bragg's record as a district attorney, it is it is chilling. And I, I mentioned the case earlier, you know, we uh, it's just unbelievable. All the cases he's been involved in. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN is our number. Let's see, a six-month sweetheart uh, plea deal uh, to a guy for his role in a violent attack against an individual, Joseph Borgen, who is attending a pro-Israel rally in May of 2021. According to the New York Post, uh, the individual that, in fact, uh, called the victim a dirty pejorative for a person that's Jewish during a brutal gang beating and told officers he would do it again. Six-month deal. Sweetheart deal. Unbelievable. Anyway, Bragg told the uh, Jewish insider after considering a full context of his conduct, he decided that the plea deal was appropriate as a kind of individualized justice depending on a person's role in charge wow then he also reduced the felony charge against the criminal at 40 prior arrests and i can keep going on and on and on but he's going to make a big deal about this you see do you think we have equal justice equal application of our laws i don't think so all right when we come back our legal eagles greg jarrett 
And Horace Cooper will join us. 800-941-SEAN on number as we continue uh, on this Tuesday. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest Toothpaste, Secret Deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant, or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. He's called Mal Evans. He's on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.